This is WQA Radio, a podcast from the Water Quality Association, the leading voice of the water treatment industry. And hello, I'm your host, Wes Bleed. Consumers are looking for a solution, and um, obviously they look to our industry as a solution provider and, and the products that we bring forward, and that in doing so, that can bring a certain sense of peace of mind, if you will, in terms of the fact that they are using our products as that, that final controllable barrier for them between the tap and between, and between their glass. That's WQA President Steve Verstrat as he looks ahead at the new year and the challenges and opportunities that lie ahead for the water treatment industry. Welcome to another episode of WQA Radio, news and insights about the water treatment industry. Find us at WQA.org, on LinkedIn, Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. This is episode number 150. If you're a first-time listener, welcome. You can subscribe to the podcast on Apple Podcasts or most popular podcast apps. You can also find a link on the WQA homepage at WQA.org. In this episode, Susan Keaton from WQA talks with Steve to get his 2020 outlook and it is an upbeat forecast. We'll also look ahead to the WQA convention and exposition in Orlando, April 1st through the 3rd. Plus, we'll have our WQA tip. Now on to Susan Keaton and her conversation with WQA President Steve Verstrat on WQA Radio. This is Susan Keaton with WQA Radio, and I'm here with Steve Verstrat, WQA President. And uh, Steve, thank you for coming. Hey, Susan. I'm very happy to be here and appreciate the opportunity. We are going to talk about uh, your outlook for the water quality industry for 2020 now that uh, we're into the new year and uh, things are happening. So what do you see as as the outlook for uh, our industry in 2020? Well, Susan, I think there's there's only an upside to the industry right now. We we continue to see, if you look at the numbers, there's obviously strong growth rates continuing on throughout Asia. Uh, even in spite of some of the economic challenges there, you're still seeing sales in this industry continuing to move in, in growth rates that are somewhere in a 6 to 8% type range. North America, maybe not quite as strong, but we're still on the positive side. Um, anticipate, as I say, nothing but an upside for the industry moving forward. We're seeing a shift in consumer attitudes, especially in this country, I think, uh, related to the quality of the drinking water supply. Why do you think that is, and what does it mean for our industry? Well, I, I think there's no secret to the fact that, that there have been challenges out there. We've seen uh, the issues associated with lead uh, going back into 2014 with Flint, and then, of course, more recently the challenges that were experienced in Newark. All of those are commanding a fair amount of attention and media coverage, and people are sensitive to that. Uh, there's a drumbeat. Uh, lead in particular has been has been uh, in the forefront, but other contaminants, emerging contaminants, continue to show themselves and, and build on that consumer, let's say, consumer awareness and uh, heightened concern. And I think now you're starting to move into the whole question of PFAS and the occurrences of PFAS and the associated uh, potential health concerns that are associated with contaminants like that. 
you've had some uh, obviously some film out there that is also highlighting some of this, which is also building into that consumer awareness um, uh, perspective and obviously further heightening those concerns. So consumers are looking to us for answers to some of these challenges, correct? Yeah, consumers are looking for a solution, and um, obviously they look to our industry as a solution provider in, in the products that we bring forward, and that in doing so, that can bring a certain sense of peace of mind, if you will, in terms of the fact that they are using our products as that that final controllable barrier for them between the tap and between and between their glass. And all that being said, it's not necessarily a um, uh, shall we say, a knock against the, the providers. I think they are doing an excellent job. They're providing water that, that meets the requirements and meets their regulatory obligations, but I think consumers are looking for more. And I think the other piece of that that you're seeing now that's also building into it is it's not necessarily restricted to your central or municipal supply. You're seeing these issues, things like PFAS, things like lead, those are also an issue for consumers who are being served by private wells and groundwater sources. So, so it cuts across the board for really all consumers in terms of their source of drinking water. And it's not just consumers either that are looking to us for solutions, is that correct? Uh, regulators are also looking for our products? There's a growing sense, I would say, within the regulatory community uh, concerning the value of our products and what they can mean in terms of the treatment of a drinking water. I mean, we've seen that in in the Flint situation with lead. You saw that in Newark where they were, you know, recommending the use of our products for those, those uh, consumers that were being affected. They're seeing that as, in some cases, as a short-term uh, solution until they can get their system stabilized. But even with regard to some other contaminants, it's now starting to become more apparent that our products can serve as a long-term solution. So it's it's a um, it's a ship that will turn slowly. But I think as we continue to demonstrate the capability of our products and the manner in which we can get our products to consumers and the value they bring to consumers, that ship's going to continue to turn and it's going to continue to build on the acceptance of our products as a potential piece of a compliance strategy. And we're inviting members to the D.C. fly-in in March as well. Are you, I assume you'll be there for that? I'm certainly planning on being there for the March fly-in in D.C. I think there's a, there's a great opportunity for the for the direct engagement and interaction with our with our. Um, legislators and our representatives and to bring forward some of the awareness concerns that we have as it relates to drinking water quality issues and also some of the capabilities of our industry in terms of of fulfilling that need. And I think having that opportunity is huge. It makes an impact. And I certainly would encourage engagement by all of our members to to look for those opportunities to engage with us at the federal level, but even, even at the state level. Uh, because a lot of these discussions are happening in, in the states, and there's still that grassroots opportunity for members to engage there and, and bring uh, our capabilities and awareness of our products, even at the state level. Great. That's true. Um, what are some other ways that people can get involved in WQA in 2020? Well, when you look at where we're at, I mean, we're continuing to try and develop our talent base in terms of our membership and in terms of future leaders for our industry and, and what tools are out there for, for that engagement. And that can come through working through the various task groups, going through the committees. You know, we've obviously established the Young Professionals Group as well as the Women in Industry Group, and those are two very key 
groups that are going to be important for that development moving forward. And I can only encourage the uh, members to, to engage there, to investigate it, find their place, um, and then start working and working to try and build for a stronger industry, build for a stronger association. And quite frankly, the reward you can get that both in terms of personal satisfaction and, and a sense of contribution. And what do people have to look forward to at convention this year? Orlando is always a great venue. It, 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 um, one, for those of us who are trapped in the northern climates, it obviously gives us a chance to get a little something called sunshine, which is some of the rarity for us. But there's going to be a lot of things going on in terms of education sessions at, at the uh, convention and obviously the exhibits and everything that's brought forward for the exhibitions, as well as some opportunities to socialize, some opportunities to have some fun, some gatherings. Uh, there's going to be a lot of things that will be available to uh, attendees at, at the 2020 uh, Vision 2020 convention and, and looking forward to where we can identify and we can act on some of the opportunities that are in front of us moving forward. Right, and I would mention to um, our members that they can look at uh, wqa.org slash convention to get all kinds of information about that convention, which is April 1st through 3rd. And also, the day before that, we have boot camp on uh, March 31st, also in Orlando. What is boot camp like? Well, I think boot camp is going to be, I believe, our third year, and uh, we continue to try and develop and, and grow that event. It is a great opportunity for members to come in, get some practical training and education in terms of operations and how their business can operate, as well as some, some tools that can be used both in, in their operations but also for some of the products and some of the technologies that are available to them out there. Well, I thank you for your time today, Steve, and uh, we're looking forward to a great 2020 for for you and for our members, and uh, we thank you for your time. Susan, thank you. This, uh, this term as president is moving by really quickly, um, but we've really had a lot of good things happening, and I continue to look forward to the rest of the term. And now our WQA tip. If you're making New Year's resolutions, here's one. Become a member of the Water Quality Association. You know, it's never been easier. Go to wqa.org slash membership, and you can sign up and pay right online. No need to call or mail anything. Do it all with the click of your mouse. You can also renew your membership online as well. If you're joining WQA for the first time, your registration for the WQA convention and exposition in Orlando, April 1st through 3rd, is free. If you have any questions, reach out at membership at wqa.org. We'd love to have you join with other like-minded water treatment professionals so that we can continue to promote the betterment of water quality around the world. Thanks for listening to WQA Radio, news and insights about residential, commercial, and industrial water treatment. Remember, you can subscribe to WQA Radio on iTunes, Google Play, and Stitcher. Just search for WQA Radio, then hit subscribe. Each new podcast will appear in your podcast catcher or podcast player automatically each week. That's the magic of podcasting. And be sure to rate and review the podcast as well. Learn more about water at WQA.org and learn more about WQA product certification, professional certification, and how you can become a member at WQA.org. This is Wes Bleed. So long from WQA Radio. WQA Radio.